Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 177 of the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom Jalan, inside my panel of John Self. Are you ready to ride? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, we're riding all the way to Bush Gardens, Tampa, because we're doing a little, uh, what, touring plan research, would you say? We are. We're, we're being coaster boys. Something to that effect. Yes, last weekend we went to Bush Gardens, Tampa to see uh, what order we should be riding the coasters in. We'll give you all of our thoughts uh, coming up. But first, of course, let's do a little housekeeping. Go to Twitter. Pastor John Self, make sure you follow, and you don't like, you just follow, follow him there, and you will see everywhere he writes. Right, John, do you want to say where you're writing currently? Uh, project currently is piratesandprincesses.net. i got some huge projects we're doing right now for um, huge. food and everything, because I'm, you know, here in the Orlando area at the moment. And then I've got several big articles about best restaurants at all of the four Walt Disney World theme parks that are coming out over the next couple of weeks at Mickey Visit. Mickey Visit. Oh, I'm very curious to see what the best uh, Magic Kingdom uh, <laughs> dining experience is. Uh, that will be exciting. So many to choose from. Yeah, there are lots to choose from. <laughs> also, uh, you know, go to the uh, go to the website vacationerspodcast.com and uh, you know check those out. Our, our John writes articles there as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And go to the YouTube channel, Vacation Arts Podcast, where you'll see live streams every Wednesday. This Wednesday, well, I mean, I guess of the writing of this, when is that? Uh, oh, wait, is this coming out on Wednesday? No, no. This no, is coming Thursday. Out to, Thursday. On Thursday, yeah. So yesterday, as far as if you're listening to this when it's released, uh, John and I uh, were at <laughs> Universal Studios. Mm-hmm. We had a heck of a time. We went two weeks ago to do it. And unfortunately, it closed at 7, right when my recording time was. I did check this week. They closed at 8. So we are good to go. We will not be kicked out. Also, I have Evil Stuff Gift Shop. That's what we recorded last week before the live stream. We went through Minion Land, and John told us a bunch of stories. And it was glorious. Opening weekend, a pipeline, free beer. That was wonderful at SeaWorld Orlando. Check that video out. Of course, Disney's Character Warehouse, top five food picks from Busch Gardens, Williamsburg Food and Wine Festival, and so much more. John, should I ask, have you watched any of these videos? Uh, let me ask you this. Have you? Did you watch the top five uh, SeaWorld, no, no, Busch Gardens, Williamsburg, the voiceover video? Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> Do you need to talk to me after the episode? I might need to talk to you after the episode, <laughs> but, you know, it's okay. You do not work as a wow. part of... Part of your income does not come from being a professional speaker, but you did a good job. Wow. Wow. Jeez. So harsh. <laughs> so harsh. Dude. <laughs> wow. Hey, I, but you know what? I used to teach preaching, okay? I mean, it's pretty harsh. You're better than my usual co-hosts who never watch anything I put outside. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Although, if, if it's watch it or don't watch it or watch it and give me negative criticisms, maybe don't watch it better. Yeah, you're going to have to decide. Sorry. <laughs> All right. But you know what? Let's get right into it. Sorry, June 10th, we got there. Uh, the park opened at 10 a.m. Uh, I believe it was like a 10 to 10 or 10 to 9. It doesn't matter. We didn't say that, long, that late. But uh, I wanted to get there because usually Busch Gardens Tampa will open up early. So I heard as much as a half hour before the um, scheduled park opening, they'll open up 
So I wanted to make sure if that happened, we were there right on time. So we actually pulled up to, uh, you know, the tolls or where you pay for parking right before 9 o'clock. It was like 8.57 or something to that effect. Uh, exactly, 8.57. Oh, perfect. And uh, there was a bunch of people ahead of us. I, w- I would say a good dozen. Uh, more than that. More? Closer yeah. to 20. Maybe 20. Like 20 cars ahead of us trying waiting an hour before. Uh, park opening to get in. So I was a little uh, like, wow, I was surprised. They did open it up around 925. They opened up the uh, letting people to park. And then they held everyone at security, which did get backed up. We were probably, uh, again, maybe what, 30 deep at that Something point? Something like that, yeah. yeah. It's probably 30 deep. Uh, but if you look behind us, the video for our day will be out on YouTube. It isn't out yet, but it's all done. And I'm just going to probably release it on Friday. So check the 16th. This video will be out, and you can watch us do everything we're talking about today. Uh, it was about 9.45. They actually let people start going through security, and if you went through security, then you could just uh, scan in and go right into the park. So that was great. Uh, we went straight to Iron Gwazi. Now, the question was, do Iron Gwazi or Cheetah Hunt first? Uh, Iron Gwazi being the, the newer uh, attraction or coaster, I figured to do that one first. Uh, after we get into this, we, we can debate whether or not <laughs> that's the correct move or not. On this day, I don't think it was, but maybe that was just particular this particular day. So we get into Iron Gwazi queue. Well, they stop us. We can't even get into the queue till uh, 10.04, they open up the queue. So even though we got in the park 15 minutes early, we really couldn't do anything but wait outside the queue. They open it up. We got in the first train, and uh, we were off and on our way to Cheetah Hunt by 10.13. This is the first time, mind you, that John rode Iron Gwazi. So, John, please, how did you like the Iron Gwazi. Well, I spent the whole time knowing that the question was going to be Iron Gwazi or Steel Vengeance yes. at Cedar Point, yes. since they are very similar RMC redesigns. Yeah. Um, I thought Iron Gwazi was great. It had the standard twisting phenomenon you, that RMC likes to do with their with their coasters. Yeah. You know, I still haven't decided which one's better, Steel Vengeance or Iron Gwazi, but I thought it was an excellent addition to the park. And from my days of remembering Gwazi, even though Tom did not suffer on Gwazi, many oh, of us yeah. thought we were going to die on Gwazi, not because it was a thrilling coaster, but because it was so rough and so uncomfortable. But those seats went up high, and they didn't give Ugh. you the kidney shot. And uh, I got to tell you, I, I thought Gwazi... Comparatively speaking to other wooden coasters I've ridden with the low backs, it, it was a dream. <laughs> I, was, I was very happy with that. Uh, so you're in, you're undetermined. Well, I know I can tell you one thing. I rode the Iron Quasi this time, and I had a fanny pack on, and the guy came up and j- just <laughs> leaned into it and cranked me down and just crushed me against it. But I felt zero pain on this particular ride of Iron Quasi. Now, I cannot say that for Steel Vengeance. I hurt. Steel Vengeance, they cram you in there a lot tighter. I, I could not have been crammed in more in Iron Gwazi. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I felt zero pain, so I don't know. Maybe that's the way to go. Get a fanny pack, stick it, uh, you know, on, and just let them jam it in. So that way, uh, you know, you don't get, feel any pain. I don't know. I don't know. I know Steel Vengeance, it, it was very painful for me. So for me, Iron Gwazi. Plus, Iron Gwazi is in my backyard, so uh, right. I, I will choose. <laughs> I'll choose that one. All right, yeah, so we uh, headed over to Cheetah Hunt from that. It was posted a five-minute wait, but we know we knew better than that. So we get up, and uh, I don't know, it, was, it wasn't too long. They had two stations open, but the loading process was so slow. Oh, my Lord. The operations, I will say the operations overall for all the coasters weren't great. 
They're very slow. It was a very slow loading process. Although, I think Iron Gwazi typically is better. Mm-hmm. I think they take a little bit more pride in trying to get the car people through, which leads me to think maybe Cheetah Hunt might be your go-to as far as going there first. Yeah, it's hard to say. So we get in the line uh, for Cheetah Hunt, and we're going. And at, at some point, they couldn't lock one of their restraints, so they had to do you – know, they, they got everyone up and out. and then, da, da, da. So, I don't know, about 10, 15 minutes, they got it to, to work. Then they put people back on, and they kept going. Well, we got off at 10.53, and we got off of Iron Gwazi at 10.13. We were um, stopped in the queue at Cheetah Hunt at 10.19. Stopped walking. Stop walking. That's okay, how you so, calculate wait time is so when you stop walking. Six minutes it took us to get to from Iron Gwazi. To a I, stopping point in the Cheetah yeah, Hunt We were queue. in front of Iron Gwazi when I recorded, hey, it's 10.13. Oh, look at us. See that? See what happens when you walk with purpose, people? <laughs> But yeah, so uh, it took about 15 minutes. So it took us uh, 10:19, 10:53, so 20 and 50 is 30 minutes. So yeah, about 30 minutes from a five-minute posted wait. Now when we got off our, our uh, cheetah hunt and we were walking out, it posted a 60-minute wait. Right. Which was probably pretty accurate. Uh, with two trains going, I just don't understand. It was they're just very slow. I don't know. Uh, then we went over to Cobra's Curse, which does have uh, throughput issues. It's just you don't get a lot of people on it because the trains hold four each. Uh, and how many are in a train? Two. Two cars, right? So you're getting eight people per load. But I, I don't know how many trains they have. It's not that long of a coaster. So I'm guessing two or three tops, right? May maximum four. Yeah. So it's, it's not a lot of throughput. But uh, we get over there. Uh, it was posted at 35-minute wait. And unfortunately, we get into the pre-show room where they have the snake and, you know, they do the projections on it. Nothing's working. Completely down. Now, I've I've seen it in the full show mode where it's doing the interactive stuff and the B mode where it's just basically a, sta- a static state snake and uh, the map. But this was nothing. This Everything was off. <laughs> Sorry, John. Your very first That was for time. me. Yeah. Uh, you didn't get to see any of the cool pre-show or the, uh, the mapping because it's really cool. It's really, uh, they do a good job at that. Uh, Cobra's Curse is, was this the first time? I think this is your first, first time I've been on Cobra's yeah. Curse. Okay, so what did you think? You didn't know anything about the I didn't curse. know anything about the curse and the changing of the, this Way, is yeah. this is insulting to Cobra's Curse, but the the, <laughs> the semi-wild mouse design of yes, the, yeah, and, and that's, that's insulting to the, to the Cobra Curse to do that because wild mouse coasters have, you either love them or you despise them. Yes, yes. Um, and this has some of those aspects. Well, the cool thing is it has the elevator, which mm-hmm. is, is different, right? And uh, you got the snake up top, the cobra. And when you go by it, it does that outward uh, tilt, like you're going towards the snake, which I thought is really – I always enjoyed that element. Well, outside of the one bank turn, that's my favorite element. But, yeah, so the first third of the ride is just a normal front-facing coaster. Uh, second, third, you're going backwards, and the last, it's free spin. So it's like a spin coaster. And depending on, you know, your weight distribution in the cars, you spin more or less. People ahead of us were spinning slightly more than us. We, we didn't spin all that much, actually. So Yeah, we were more balanced than yeah, they were. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's probably for the best. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably based on how the day goes, yeah, it's probably yeah, for the best. As the day continues, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I always, I, I enjoy Cobra's Curse. I think it's a, a very, very... Uh, Probably underrated ride. It, I don't know what the height re- restrictions on it are. Probably 48, I would guess. I can't imagine it's lower than 48. So yeah, it, it's it too, is uh, a family-friendly 
uh, coaster. So between Cheetah Hunt and Cobra's Curse being next to each other, that becomes a very popular section, especially in the mornings or all day, actually. It just, it's just a great thing for young families to go to because they have two coasters that if you're over 48, you can probably ride. So that's cool. Uh, we got off around 1130 and headed right over to Montu. Now, this one posted about a 30-minute wait. And uh, I think it was about right because we got off right before noon. So I think that was a pretty good estimation of the time. I mean, technically using wait time methods, it was technically a 22-minute wait, but you shouldn't really complain. Okay, 22? Yeah, because we, okay. we stopped in the queue at 11.35. I didn't realize you were recording all this. Yes. And then we got off at 11.57. You took a blogger for a touring plan thing and you expected... I wish you would have told me this before I edited and completed the YouTube video. No, you're okay. <laughs> I didn't do every single one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I just know at a certain point I said it was like... I was, we're going towards the beer and it was 12.03. So I knew it was before 12 we got off. I just didn't know how early. But yeah. Uh, you know, and yeah, it's fine. It's a fine ride, Montu inverts. And then we got off Montu, like I said, it was around noon, uh, almost noon, about 10 till 12, I guess. And we're walking in Cobra's Curse. We walked by Cobra's Curse. It was posted at 100 minutes. And then we walked by Cheetah Hunt, 85 minutes. So, again, you know, the throughput of Cobra's Curse obviously is going to make a bigger queue. So, yeah, 100 minute wait for Cobra's Curse. Um, I, you know, I like Cobra's Curse, but I'm not waiting 100 minutes <laughs> for that. And honestly, I love Cheetah Hunt, but. I don't think I'm waiting 85 minutes for Cheetah no. either. So very good rides, but yeah, rope dropping is the only way to go to ride those. And then we were going towards the free beer because Bush Gardens Tampa, Bush Gardens Williamsburg, and SeaWorld Orlando all are offering free beer over the summer. Uh, two for pass holders, one for a non-pass holder. And I was like, okay, it's now noon. Let's go get the free beer. And on our way over, we noticed that the Serengeti Flyer entrance was on in route to the free beer. So it made sense for us to go ride that prior to the free beer. So we didn't have to do any backtracking. It posted a five minute wait and uh, we got in line and we found out that basically as soon as we got in line, they announced, Hey, we're back up and running. So it went down Yep. and we never got back to see what the, like the max wait time was throughout the day. No, I, I just don't know. Cause it's segregated away from everything. Like you have to be going to that attraction to hit it. Like, you're not walking by it. Like, oh, let's ride this as we walk to something else. No, it's a dead end. You're going to the Serengeti. You're going to the wild animals if you keep going past it. So it's possible that this ride with, and again, it goes 40 people at a time, which is a good chunk of people. It's possible it can keep a pretty low wait time. Plus, oh, another thing, John, about the Serengeti Flyer, doing research for this podcast, it's, it's and again, I don't know, we just can't, we just can't read because you had the picture. And it says clearly on the picture, Two ways it runs. It runs milder, which is less height and speed from park opening till 1 p.m. And the wilder is max height of 135, 135 feet and speeds of 68 miles per hour from 115 to park close. So it does go higher. So it's probably good we didn't do that <laughs> based on doing all the other coasters before that. I, I now I really want to go back and do the wilder side because we did the mild. Because it was, like we said, it was around noon-ish or a little afternoon. So we were right on, well, we were within an hour of it switching over. But, yeah, it's a fun ride. It's a good swing. Yeah. No, it's a great swing. We both, if it would have lasted a little longer, it would have been a bad day for both of us. That's correct. (laughs) I mean, we're we're in the middle of super coaster mode, and we have several more coasters to go because we can't decide what to do next. (laughs) And um, that different style, apparently, both of us are a little more vulnerable to motions. I think I was the one who who got nauseous on when it did the very last part. Yeah. 
I, I could tell if I was going to keep going, it, it would have been a bad day for me. Uh, I, I still, though, want – I guess I'm a glutton for punishment. I, I want the, the max. I want the max height. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the but it did have feet. the side that we were on. It did have a nice view of where the animals were. Beautiful, yeah, because you mm-hmm. can face either towards the entrance of the attraction or away into the Serengeti. And yeah, I, I would think that's the best way looking at the Serengeti because it's much nicer. And at um, dusk, mm-hmm. like sundown, I, I think. Well, depending on where the sun sets in in lieu of that, but that would be a pretty cool sight. YouTube video I'm releasing has full POVs of everything that we're we're talking about now. And I'm putting timestamps, so uh, if you come up to a POV, POV, you can just skip right by onto the next thing, so you don't have to actually watch the POV if you don't want to. But why wouldn't you want to? Because it's glorious. So, so good. Yeah, so, Serengeti Fire, uh, that's the first time I wrote it since it opened uh, earlier this year. Uh, very fun. And I will most certainly go back and do the extreme. John, you with me, buddy? Sure, I might do Heck the extreme yeah. without you. <laughs> oh, that's right, you're going back this weekend. Oh, yeah, you might. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I oh. doubt it, but I might. <laughs> well, uh, with the group you're going, you might be going by yourself. We can talk, we'll get into more of that later, but I don't think they're going to be one. With the group I'm going with, I might be going on Cheetah Hunt. You'll go Cheetah Hunt, yeah. Right. You should do Cheetah Hunt, then Iron Gwazi. Now, of course, Iron Gwazi you have to do by yourself. Yep. But it, just those two? Well, no, no. See, well, that, that, see, that's where it gets interesting. If you do Cheetah Hunt, then you, you might as well... Do Cobra's Curse before Iron Gwazi, because Cobra's Curse is going to get a bigger line. But I don't want to wait in line that long. I don't think you would. If you do Cheat Hunt first, okay. I think Cobra's Sorry, Curse. Sorry, for those of you listening on the podcast, he's working on this false presupposition that we're going to rope drop for this week, this trip. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. This is all based on rope drop. Yes, you're right. You're right. Oh, so you're going to go un- not rope dropping and wait in that line. I suspect that we will be, yes. Oof. If you'd like to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, we can do that. Oof. We can talk about that after this, I guess, but mm-hmm. oof. Wow. Okay. All right. So that is um, what did we talk about? Oh, Serengeti Flyer. Yeah. So then, then we're like, all right, free beer time. Now I'm getting two because I'm a past member. Because he's I, awesome. I am the greatest. And I'm getting one from John because John has uh, he got in his admission was my um, veterans was a special. Was it veterans? It was a Veterans Day promotion, yes. Yeah, yeah. So or veterans or military? No, it was veterans promotion because military has a different promotion. Yeah, so I got up to f- four free passes. So uh, I have two. One went to John. Two others got uh, used up by uh, other people. And I do still have one. I have till July 9th. So if anybody's listening and you want to go to uh, Bush Gardens, Tampa, uh, let me know and uh, we'll go together by July 9th, <laughs> 2023. All we had to do is it's so simple. So we go in the free beer line. And I show my pass, and I show my ID. Two, two forms, you, two things you have to do. Pass or ticket, which, honestly, why you need a ticket, I guess that's the, they have to scan it to make sure you don't go yeah. in twice, I guess. Okay, I guess I get it. So I scan my pass, I show my ID, I get my two free beers. Bud Light was the only option. You could not get any other beer type. It was Bud Light, Bud Light only. I'll take it, it's free. Seven ounce pour. So I go... Six and then, ounce pour. <laughs> John, John says it's six ounce I... I, we can measure. Oh, no, I don't have a cup. No, it's fine. The, the, Bring the, the ma- cup back. The main point is is the SeaWorld Parks Entertainment are extending free beer, so we should reward them for that. That is true. All their parks. Well, at least the three parks I uh, that, that mm-hmm. I attend. Uh, and then John's in line fumbling around like a fool. Mm-hmm. And do you think he has the piece of paper that will get me? Because John is a drink beer. So yep. this beer was going to me. Do you think he could find that piece of paper? 
No. No. Of course not. Just ridiculous. Absolutely. Absurd. You should hold out a piece of paper for our next trip. Just, I will hold all your, like you're like a child. Yes. Like, give me all your belongings, John. <laughs> I'm a child. I didn't know how to use my fanny pack very well because I don't attend parks that need fanny packs. <laughs> that is true. You had a fanny pack. Like, mm-hmm. there's really zero. Now, honestly, once you scanned it, I probably would have thrown it away, thinking that, why would I need a piece I of paper? I did not because I was keeping track of it just in case something yes. weird would happen. You kept track of it, and you didn't keep track of it. That's the problem. I know. That's the weird part. Yeah. Uh, I actually made an effort. Maybe I should have not tried. Yes. You should have just like I'm going to throw this away, and then you definitely would have found it. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, I got two beers instead of three. I was devastated at that point. I didn't want to continue on with the day, but. But he did somehow. For my fans. I'm like, you know what? i got to pull it together. <laughs> Let's do this. So, uh, we had those two beers, and we went over to Kumba. On the way, interesting. Now, it was mid-90s. I mean, it was hot. I don't know what the temperature was, but in the sun, it was unbearable. Like, you're just sweating. Like, it was very... It was summer in Florida, and it felt like it, okay? So, on our way to Kumba, and again, this is after 12 p.m., so it's now hot. They had Congo River Rapids posted at under a 15-minute wait. Mm-hmm. What? What is going on? I don't even know how it's possible. That, that thing should have been like an hour and a half. No, just because it was posted at 15 doesn't mean That's it correct. was. But uh, from the queue, or from what I saw, it didn't look crazy. So it, no, it, it, may, it may have been 15. So I just don't even understand that. I mean, and now we did walk by the um, log flume and I had no, I didn't see. Did you by chance get a time for log flume? I did flume? not. Yeah, me either. So I, yeah, I don't know what that was, but I'm going to guess that one was much busier because people don't. You, you don't get you typically don't get soaked on those, so people right. are more apt to go on those ones. But yeah, so we did Kumba. Now we go to Kumba, and it was a legit walk on. Like we didn't even have to stop at the station. Like we walked. The the car was sitting there. We walked right into. The yeah, car. I think we paused in the queue as there was confusion. But other than that, we walked literally right on. Yeah, and the only and we paused getting on because the dude that was in before, he was asking the person like, "Hey, can I go again?" And and they were like. Yeah, because there's only two of us and seats four across. So, and after riding Kumba, you know, good on you, dude. Oh, sorry. Technically, we did stop in the queue briefly. We did? We did, briefly. But before anybody gets alarmed on what's Tom's story, we stopped We were stopped, stopped in the queue at 1245, brief, very briefly. We were off the attraction at 1252. So, just so you have an idea of how long we waited. <laughs> But, I te- feel like we but technically, right technically counting weights, we paused. So when we came up, we came around, and then there was right before you get into the weird loading section, yeah. there was that pause where it was blocked. That counts as waiting. I mean, we probably waited 14 seconds. Okay, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I, yeah. All I know is when I got to the station, I right. walked. I didn't wait at the. But it, but if gate. I'm working for some site that yeah. plans your stuff, that it's would count it as a seconds. wait. Okay, oh, there you go. <laughs> you got to average that in. <laughs> All right, but yeah. Um, Kumba, woof. Let me tell you something. It was so intense. I had my my uh, wrist GoPro, and it actually it pushed the rope GoPro back, so like sharp looked at the sky for a little bit before I adjusted it. So everyone can see that on your YouTube point yes, of view. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that is true. So you can and watch me it. making fun of you. <laughs> Maybe. I don't okay. Know. <laughs> that was intense though. What did you think of Kumba? Now I know you wrote it before, but probably a long time. Like me. I, oh, I, I like I love those style of coasters. Oh man, this is too much for me. Do I love I love those style of coasters? It's too much. Uh, it's too intense. I mean, spoiler alert, I like that coaster more than Cheetah Hunt. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Absolutely absurd. That that to me is like Hulk level of like Okay, are you considering your target audience? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I, 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 okay. 
It, it's 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 a little bit too. It's not. Who last week rode three Hulk three times in a row and Velocicoaster three times in a row? You're not considering your target audience. Velocicoaster, I could do that. Hulk, no way. I, I wouldn't even consider it. I'm gonna have you rope drop with me, and we'll see how you do three times in a row in the back row on a Velocicoaster. Well, I did it the one time with you. It was a little it was a little rougher than I recall, so. Uh, I might switch it up, do front, middle, and back. How about that? Okay, not the same, but I'm with you. <laughs> uh, so that was Kumba. And then we uh, went to Shikra. And it was posted at 45 minutes. And it took about 30 because we got in the queue around 1. And it was about 1.30 when we got out. So now, with that said, we did skip two trains. The train was full except for two. And the train, uh, the, the next group had too many people. So they're like, oh, you go ahead. So, yeah, we, we got. Uh, technically, we were in the front row, so we were yes. waiting a little longer. That is true, too. Yeah, if we would have went back or middle, for sure, we would have gotten on earlier. Yep. And back was a little bit less than us. But, uh, yeah, uh, and, yeah, honestly, for that, that coaster, front or back is the only two that I'm willing to. Like, I'll, me, the middle is just it's not good. Like, the front, you get the, the hang. Mm-hmm which is great. And the back, you don't get the hang, but you get the whip. Like and you I'd get forgotten about now. the hang, by the way. <laughs> That's the whole gimmick of the coaster. I totally forgot. Oh, well, sorry. I'm used to the coasters that are designed like that from that company, and you hang, but you hang for like a second. Ah. Uh, yeah. Now, yeah, this is... Sheikr hangs. I mean, I... You get a nice little hang there. Yeah. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, so Sheikr is always a great one. I always have fun with that one. And then... Uh, oh, so <laughs> then we... Um, Went to eat, right? Mm-hmm. But, okay, so let, let's keep going with rides. You took a food blogger to eat. Yes. Let, let's, let's finish the rides out, and then we'll go back to the food. So then later on in the – now, skip ahead like four or three hours. We did Scorpion. Now, the interesting thing about Scorpion is I remember taking my kids on that when they were young and short. And I remember one of the things about Scorpion is it's a looping coaster that you can take a – you know, one of the – shortest rides where you can take someone on a looping coaster. Okay, just to clarify, it has one loop. It has a loop, though. Okay, well, I'm not, not arguing that point. When you say looping coaster, people are going to visualize something else. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, it's a coaster that loops. It's a looping coaster. No, no. Once again, not <laughs> arguing your point. However, it is not Hulk. Uh, no, but okay. it's, a, it's a coaster with a loop. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you know, every, that's why everybody's scared at Walt Disney World of Rock and Roller Coaster. It has uh, a loop. Yes, yes. But yeah, so we get in, and it so I, we're talking with uh, your friend um, mm-hmm. Scott Davis of the Mickey you. File podcast. I, I always go by I I want to call him by his first name, which I can't even remember what that is either. Seriously, John. there you go. Good John. job. Yes. Yeah, I oh John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always think okay, I want to call him the first name, but I'm gonna go with the middle name. But then I don't remember what the middle name is. Then I can't remember what the first name is. So then it's just a, it's a loop of never-ending uh, queries. So we're in the queue, and I heard. Over the the PA, like it, they have the spiel, like oh, blah 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 blah. Riders 48 inches or taller. And I'm like, that's not right. So we start start talking about it, and you're like, well, no, cl- clearly if it says 48 inches, it's 48 inches. And I'm like, well, I can I, I guarantee you it wasn't. So we get up to the part where the guy is standing there, one of the workers, and I asked him. I said, has this always been 48 or has it been lower? And he said, no, it was 42. They recently raised. Well, they raised it. I don't know how recent. They, right. He said they raised it. So. Over the last couple of years, they raised it from 42 to 48. Now, you might be thinking, wow, that's kind of crazy. Let me tell you something. That was an intense ride. It was an intense. There were, intense there were sections of that that were far more intense than I expected. Yes. I've ridden that multiple times, and I don't remember it ever being that intense. 
I don't know why. I mean, it's a, I mean, it's just gravity. You're, mm-hmm. It's no taller, so there's no reason why it would be faster or more intense. And I don't think there is there a brake run anywhere in there. I mean, other than the very end, is it possible they like killed the brake run? And I, I don't know. I have no idea. There's a section that might have formerly been a brake run, but I I that would be just wild speculation. But we were talking about six inches that they uh-huh. added to the height for this. I mean, that's that's significant. I wonder why. Well, you've got to remember a, a lot of coasters currently with same designs have higher height restrictions than they used to. And this is a lap bar only, too. Right. A looping coaster with a lap bar. <laughs> Multiple lap bars in the train. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say. I switch off for you. Uh, yeah, it was, it was quite something. I, don't, I really like the effect, the lower to the ground effect at the end. That was really yeah. well done. Yeah, uh, it's not typically one that I usually ride, uh, and I probably wouldn't have ridden it if uh, Scott didn't suggest riding. You were going to ride it with me because I hadn't been on it forever. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, because like, it only runs one train. But Scott, wanting being willing to go on it, that kicked it over the yes, edge. And, yes, and Scott uh, isn't much of a rider. So, right. Uh, you know, he and his wife, like, they're more of the uh, going and drinking. They enjoy and, dark rides. Yes, dark rides are their thing. And if you listen, uh, I guess we plug their podcast. What is it? The Mickey File Podcast. The Mickey File Podcast. P-H-I-L-E, right? I think that's how you spell it, but you're asking the blogger not in front of his laptop, so uh, I can't my tell Lord. you. <laughs> yeah, very nice couple. Uh, I, I will have to go and listen to uh, some of their stuff. It's all. It's basically um, Disney stuff? Yes, yeah, mostly Disney. Very fun. Very nice. So we did that. We had some drinks. Um, oh, I guess... So we did not ride Air Grover, which is their kitty coaster. And John, honestly, at 6'2 or 6'3, whatever you are. Yeah, that was not happening. I'm not sure you would fit into it. That's not happening. Uh, Sand Serpent, which is their wild mouse. We didn't ride that. That's uh, because you're morally opposed to their wild mouse. Well, I mean, it, like I said, it was uh, Bushgrounds Williamsburg's wild mouse. So, oh, okay. Yeah, you're I, bitter. I'm bitter, yeah. I'm like, yeah. why? Well, I mean, now it's Dark Coaster is in the, that place. So, right. I mean, I guess... I guess Dark Coaster does is better than the Wild Mouse. Probably, yes. Um, and Tigress. So Tigress, we walked by it, and it wasn't running. So I don't right. know if it was down for the day or just... Yeah, yeah, the sign said it was down for the day. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to do that. So uh, let's wrap up the coaster talk and then go to food. As far as a touring plan goes, I still think it may you may be... It's all based on operations. That's the key. If operations are going to be the same... The key variable to this discussion... Which yes. has validity on either side of whether you should go to Cheetah Hunt or Iron Gwazi first. Yes. Is which one's going to open first? What well, if I mean, what if Cheetah Hunt opened at 9:55 and Iron Gwazi opened at 10:04 like it did or 10:03 whenever it did for us? Assuming they equal equally open at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now they could go down. I I know I've gone to Cheetah Hunt for rope drop before and it's it's open late because it just wasn't right. ready. So, I mean, assuming all things being equal, they're, they're both going to open at the exact same time. Obviously, if one's going to open before the other one, I think you got to go with the ones opening earlier, right? Yeah, but there's no way to know until it's no. too late. But I still feel like even if it doesn't open, the people who are going to, let's say, Cheetah Hunt, they're not turning. Most of them aren't going to go away. They're just going to wait for it until Probably. 20 minutes later, and they go, oh, sorry, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But here's the real question. If you do go to Cheetah Hunt first, do you go to Cobra's Curse before you go to Iron Quasi. Now, I did read on, I think it was Reddit or something, somebody asked uh, the way to tour, and the one suggestion was to do Cheetah Hunt, Copas Curse, Montu, do everything, and then just ride Iron Quasi in the evening, like bite the bullet and mm-hmm. ride it during a longer wait because it's typically faster and, you know, if, an evening If you ride. were going to do Cheetah Hunt, Cobra Curse first, that would have been my suggestion. So just, for just, Go, Iron Quasi. Just suck it up and do Iron Quasi in the evening. 
to you want to. You just knock those three out and then yep. head over to the other side of the park. Well, we both know that uh, Kumba is that's a walk on. You right. can do that anytime. So you don't have to worry about that. Now, the only other one, uh, Sheik, or not Sheikra, but um, Tigress, that's kind of a limited, that, that throughput's going to be garbage too. So right. You probably want to get to that sooner than later. So that would probably be another reason why you would just do Iron Gwazi later in the day. I don't know if I've ever done Iron Gwazi at night. That's interesting. I'm well, usually not in the park that late. That's well, why. that's the same argument as um, you're going to Disney's Hollywood Studios and Rise of Resistance, or you're going to Disney's Animal Kingdom for Flight of Passage at night. I mean, you're flight paying of passage. Flight of passage for Animal Kingdom. Why do you care about the flight of passage at night? Because it's lower attraction time at night. Uh, I think it meant for the appeal of it. Like well, a that doesn't affect rise resistance either. <laughs> That's true. Too. <laughs> I don't think I've ever ridden uh, Everest at night. It's not bad. Yeah, I've, I've, I don't think I've done that either. I imagine the dark scenes, like the the scenery mm-hmm. inside, would you'd be you'd be better to see it because yes. your eyes are more yeah. And the and the disco's better at night. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, so I don't know. It's unclear. Um, operationally, I think Iron Gwazi probably has the best operations. If all if, the other coasters are not If there. our sample was correct on that day, and once again, this is one day at one yes, time, yeah. one place. Oh, my gosh. Iron Gwazi has the far best yeah. pro- process of, of loading the attraction, and I'm not giving them the gold medal of per attraction loading to start with. Again. <laughs> they are just a faster turtle. Yes, yeah, they, they definitely uh, win the mark. And Cheetah Hunt, for being as busy as it as it is, they're they're really slow. I uh-huh. mean, they were goofing around. Like they were like. In fairness, their hands. yes, they were. I mean, I appreciate them having fun, but not mm-hmm. at the expense of getting the cars out. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, it was interesting. Time, yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, that was the food, uh, or that was the uh, attractions that we rode. Uh, good day. Unfortunately, the drop tower, Falcon's Fury, was closed, so we couldn't ride that either. Uh, we were going to ride the train, but we never did. We, I think we went to dinner, right? That's, yes, we yeah, did. Yeah, we, <laughs> we went to Mexican instead, so it was very good. There were more beers consumed later, and then there was discussion of food. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, talk about food. We did eat at the Zambia or yeah, Zambia mm-hmm. Smokehouse. Um, had a crazy long line. Ridiculously long line. If you've ever heard me on this podcast or any other place complain about Universal Orlando's um, long queues for counter service when it's busy, <laughs> this was worse. <laughs> it was. And the interesting thing was, so we're in this huge queue, and we're going, and we get to the end, and it splits. You can go to one uh, one row or one place where they're serving the food or uh, about, I don't know, 10 yards, not even 10 yards, well, maybe 10 yards down, they have another section where right. you can also get the yeah, same they had food. The, they yeah. had two bars mm-hmm. open or whatever. So uh, as you went, you you just chose. Like you could either go stay, go straight or go left and do this other one. But you had to walk over to get it. Right. So basically everyone would kind of stay in the right lane until the other one went down farther and then they would move over. So you and I went over to the left one. We're hanging out over there. And then as we're waiting... I noticed this huge family come in from the right. Apparently, there's another lane that you don't have to walk in that left lane that we're all in. There's a whole other lane that you can go in that takes you directly to the right lane, or the the left lane, rather. I'm sorry. That would take you directly to mm-hmm. the queue that we're in, and that, they basically bypassed. That was not open when we went through. Yeah, they bypassed everyone right. who was waiting and all. Man, I'd be, 
I'd been so mad if that. Luckily, we got there before that happened. Right. And then people started following him, and then it it merged the way it should should Correct. originally. But yeah, if you're in that long line, you see it was all these another people. example of poorly done yeah. operations. Yeah. No, and no. I don't want to pick on ambassadors, team members, whatever name they want to go yeah. by at the moment. <laughs> um, but the criticism of we don't have enough staff was not the problem at Bush Gardens. Yeah. No. 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 Their staff just wasn't trained properly. Right. Or, like it or could just be, wasn't doing their job properly. Didn't always blame the trainers because yeah. they do the best they can. I mean, let's face it. You, you pay someone, you know, a, a subpar wage, they're going to do subpar work. So, and again, and that's that's typically the the complaint you get with uh, some of these parks. But uh, yeah, so I got the pulled pork sandwich. It was sixteen ninety nine. Came with fries on the side. Yeah, it was fine. It's definitely better than a burger or some other weird. I mean, I'm, I'm sure their ribs were good. They look pretty good. I'm not sure about the chicken. I didn't see him eat the chicken, so I don't know. Mm. But I, it's a smokehouse. And I know the Bush Grounds Williamsburg smokehouse, there's some really good food there. Right. Uh, so this you, you said decent. you said to the food blogger who was quizzing yeah. you, and you know what that means. Hey, Tom, <laughs> how's that? He, he knows. That's not a, that's a loaded question. You said it tastes like you would expect it to taste. Yes. So. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing. It didn't blow me away. It wasn't like, oh, my God, this is great. I need to get this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, completely indifferent if I ever eat it again. However, again, if I was going to eat that over a, a burger from someplace right. in the park, I'd take this right. every day because it was, it was solid pulled pork. It's just, you know, it was fine. And I got a beer. Um, they had, it was 15 or fourteen ninety nine for 20 ounce and thirteen ninety nine for 16 ounce. They did not have Yingling on tap, which I don't know why. They had some weird options. They had, I don't even know what they had, actually. They had some weird IPA and then like a yeah. Bud Light and then. Some, I don't know what I got. I got some, some really thing. wild off-brand. Yeah, something really weird. It was a little weedy. Uh, I got a sample. She gave it to me. I said, okay. I mean, of the three options <laughs> I have available to me, I'll take this. And it was fine. Uh, you know, it is what it is. You got the smoked, smoked brisket salad only because you wanted the hot, was it, turkey club? One of the honey mustard turkey sandwich. So that I could do a comparison between that and the sandwich at Blondie's at Islands of Adventure. Yeah. That I was pretty sure that Bush Gardens would win this battle. Yeah. But they failed. They did not have the product ready for me. <laughs> yeah. So they at had that no point, turkey or, I'm looking or, at the menu on the main menu. Yeah. And Tom has ordered the pulled pork sandwich, which is fine. Yeah. Um, and of the choices that are left that I see as viable options, I am left with the beef brisket salad, which all in all, spoiler alert to the end here was a decent entree. Yeah. But they take a pre-made garden salad. Now, granted, the pre-made garden salad with some fairly fresh ingredients that they would charge you $13 for. Yeah, so for an extra 3 bucks. Not get. not with chicken, not with this, not with anything on top, but just that. Just that. So then they add $4 and put two thin, long, but thin pieces of brisket that were decent-tasting theme park brisket. Well, I think it was $3. It's fifteen ninety nine. I think you maybe you'd be adding in the five percent tax or something. Uh, I thought it was sixty nine nine, but well, according to no, no, it's fifteen, fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we haven't gotten to the blogger complaining about five percent yet. Um, <laughs> but I, I thought it was good. I mean, it was it wasn't great, but at least everything was fresh. I it mean, had the cheese, the cheese even tasted like cheese. Yeah, it had corn in it, which yeah. isn't. Mm-hmm. I would not expect them to throw corn in their salad. So yeah, yeah, no, it looked good. I mean, how was the brisket? Good. It was. It was Using your phrase, it was what you would expect. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. bad. Yeah. It was. I mean, it wasn't using the theme park world we live in Orlando. It wasn't Plight Pig. Yeah. 
I never um, eaten there, but it was probably not even Regal Eagle, but it was close. Actually, I haven't eaten there. I mean, I have, but not the brisket. But right. fair enough. And then he got, of course, it's John Self, so he's got to get his fountain soda. Five forty-nine, five and a half dollars for a fountain soda. Uh huh. Which, with cup, ice, and soda, probably cost them about thirteen cents for that pour. Okay, let's give him a break. Maybe it was twenty-four cents. Wow, crazy, crazy. Five and a half dollars for soda. Wow, mm-hmm. that's absurd. <laughs> Plus the five percent upcharge. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus the five percent upcharge that they charge every. It's not just food, mind you. It's everything. It's everything, yeah. <sighs> but so if you know. if you're used to going to hotels and they have the fifty-five billion dollar resort fee, yeah. This is the SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment's version of a resort fee. So they yeah. don't show the price. They just charge you 5% more instead of changing the price. Exactly. Yes. It's, it's very annoying, and it causes you want to spend less money. Yeah. It's, it seems underhanded, right? Like mm-hmm. they're trying to hide it, sneak it in. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. I don't like that at all. But, yeah, like I said, we met with uh, your friends, and we hung out, had some beers, then decided to um, go to Mexico. <laughs> Not to Mexico, but to a Mexican restaurant. Yes. And uh, it was fun. Good evening. We had a good time. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. So, yeah, no, we didn't get back till when do we pull back at nine, ten o'clock at night? It's <laughs> <laughs> closer to eleven, everybody. Really? When we got here. Yeah, we got back to the condo at eleven. Closer to eleven. Oh my lord, that was late. Yeah, that's a long day. But yeah, it was a it was a good good day. Spoken by the person who got up the next morning, took a shower. Left when left, and there was just nothing but snoring going on. <laughs> you got that right. All right, yeah. So that was Bush Gardens, Tampa. Uh, overall, it was a fun time. I think um, we should try. I mean, obviously, we have to get you uh, free tickets, but we should try to do that more often. Okay. I know one thing: we're going to be doing it at SeaWorld Orlando coming up very soon. Actually, on Juneteenth, uh, I believe, is our scheduled day. We're going to do the exact same thing. I guess uh, that is it for Bush Gardens Tampa. But let's talk a little bit of bonus content. Some Halloween Horror Nights rumors? Question mark? Dun, dun, dun. Which rumor would you like to talk about? Because when we complete this podcast, I will start doing the prep work for HHN rumors articles. Now, um... Just note that we're recording this at uh, about 5 p.m. Uh, June 13th. Was it Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday evening. So obviously, and I'm going to release this on June 15th. So that's which Thursday. June 15th is about three thirds of inside sources believe there'll be a big HHN announcement on that day. Ooh. So I kind of said to Tom, I don't want to talk about this too much because we're going to look dumb when yes, the podcast when comes out, and then they, <laughs> the opposite happens. But some of the rumors are, the leading rumor, I suppose, is the whole um, Stranger Things season four. Is that leading the clubhouse? I would say of the gigantic IPs, yeah, that's the one leading the clubhouse. Because that, that rumor has gone from yes to no to other people saying, hell no, and I'm an ordained minister, so I can say that. <laughs> and then going to maybe to now it's for sure, and now it's... Hmm, we're not sure, but we think so, because the rumors have become more, let me phrase this, I'm hearing that a potential theme for the IPs is stuff based on things that happen to children. Oh, that's kind of dark. It is dark, but then mm. if you pull in, is it Cindy Kane from HHN22? 
She was one of the characters. She never really got her day, and so there's she's an icon. Yeah, as an one of those icons, and oh. so you know, and so building on the idea of that. So think in terms of Chucky once again, kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stranger sure. Things, kid. Yep. Even though they're probably going to use the Last of Us video game, think Last of Us TV show with okay. a she's not a kid, but she's a teenager. All right, all right. So the Megan rumor has popped up again. That died. That died oh, about three months ago. The doll. Yeah, that, mm, okay. because the dolls for the kid. Makes well, I'm using kid very loosely. If you're an undergraduate from high school, you're a kid for this conversation. You know what I like to see, and oh, I sh- hope they. This do should this. be good based on the look on his face, everyone. Think about this house. Just think about this. Mm-hmm. Chucky versus Megan. You know how they do like the Dracula versus blah blah, or you know Freddy versus Jason. Can mm-hmm. you imagine a house like it would be? So it would be, it would be kind of original in the fact that they're pitting pitting these two against each other. But man, I don't know what you'd do with it, but that'd be awesome. You're about six months behind on that wish. But oh, really? Yes. yes. That's something? Yes, you are. <laughs> Unless it's their IP, it's going to cost them double the money to you know, buy both for one they house. They own both of them. Okay. Well, well then, they control both of them. Okay. So then you could do that. Like, you could do that. Like, every year you could just take two characters and throw them against each other and create a weird house where they're fighting. I mean, my God, that would be – I would be psyched about that. I'm not, exci- I'm not excited about Chucky because I've seen – Chucky, he's played out. And and Megan, I don't even know if I've seen that movie. So those two standalone houses, I've I'm like, eh, okay. But to well, I just want to I just want to clarify. I didn't say Megan was going to be a house. Oh, scare zone. I didn't say that. Just for clarification. Okay, all right. So it could be. Uh, Megan is a Blumhouse property. Blumhouse, that's what I'm looking for. Thank okay. you very much. Yes. Okay, so it could be a partial house too. That was the rumor that died out four months ago. That was declared impossible. Oh wow. I tell you though, can you imagine that? That'd be awesome. Like you don't, that, it could be anything. Just two bad guys pitted against each pitted against each other in a house, or even a scare zone for that matter. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that would be exciting. And that would just open up so much because they're kind of running out of stuff, right? At least classic stuff. Right. Yeah. The classic argument is. Yeah, I mean, but validity. now they could come back and just mm-hmm. do just mashups. That would be. Pretty sick. But this is the HHN season where the speculation has been rampant and speculation has been inconsistent and gone through all kinds of things. But you're getting the information as of right this moment. Yeah. If if you check back with me while I'm sitting at Universal Studios Florida on Thursday morning, the morning of a possible announcement and the morning of this podcast coming out, yes, the rumor may have completely flipped to something else. Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's nothing coming out that I, or at least rumored or anything I've seen that I'm really all that stoked about. I mean, Stranger Things, so what, they did They did season one, the one year, then they did seasons two and three next year, so they have two, They did it twice. So this would hypothetically be the third mm-hmm. house iteration. And I, I enjoyed the other two. I actually haven't seen season Season four, four lends towards the house for a season two. To most of season two did not, and season three did not at all. I'm not even 100 percent sure I've seen all of season three, to be honest with you. So I, I need to catch up. Probably. I, I'd like to point out that depending on when the rumor mill came through, informed sources said, and I quote, "Hell no, there is no way Stranger Things could possibly be happening this year." That was not that long ago. Wow. I want to know: Are they bringing back Walking Dead? <laughs> um, the five-year contract ended a long time ago. Ah, oh, come on, one more time. 
you know, they had the last season. When was that? Was that, re- that was somewhat recently? That was somewhat recently, yes. I mean, they could do a final farewell, Walking Dead, the the end. This is the Yes, uh, because The Walking Dead did so well. Oh, uh, people loved it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they loved it. <laughs> yes, so well. <laughs> that would be great. But for those of you not who have who are thinking about turning us off here as we're talking HHN, <laughs> where we're sitting here in the middle of June and we have one announcement, and the only announcement we have is from Chucky from October 31st of last year. Yeah, yeah, that was great. And um, John Murdy, who is the creative director for HHN in Hollywood, he has made many comments about that. He said he was asked why there have been no announcements, and he said, well, Chucky killed the marketing team. <laughs> and so many people have joked that maybe the announcement of Chucky got a bunch of people fired. Oh, interesting. That is the implication. We have no facts to go with that. on also, but we also know that John Marty, cause he spends way too much time on Twitter, way too much time on Twitter. I know somebody else like that. Yeah. I, no, he makes me look like I'm never <laughs> on Twitter. Um, and he was asked about, he, he was commenting on someone else who noticed that one of the, the curious George two tent, the construction had stopped. And Murdy said, "We, I had them stop construction on this pu- until this puppy gets announced." And he sent with the tone of, "I'm getting frustrated waiting on marketing to announce stuff so I can do my dang job." Wow. Yeah. Thus, okay. the reason I took two tweets and made an article on Pirates and Princess. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this: They live. Any chance that's ever going to be a house? Any rumor? Has it ever been rumored? Or oh, anything has been a rumor, but. That would be awesome. But you have to go into who owns the rights for that. Would yeah, they work with know. Universal? Yeah. That would be pretty sweet, though. I'm a huge fan. So. Well, you're the same person who would like Scream to happen, who would like um, The Fog to happen. Scream? Yeah. Uh, and would like... I don't know about Scream. Let me see. What are the other Fog ones? Uh, Halloween 3. Uh, no, I'm not Halloween 3. Okay. The same. one without... What's his face? These are these, these are the ones... That come up every year. Scream would seem like a uh, to be easy, right? It's softball, like because a new one just came out. So, uh huh. Have they ever done a Scream house? Okay, those of you who um, don't want to delve into boring history of HHN, <laughs> I'm going to take four minutes. Okay, go. I think it was HHN 25. I don't think that's right now that I've said it out loud. There was a Scream house. Oh, okay. It was going to it was going to happen. Oh, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. They, apparently, the oh. rights did not happen. It was replaced pretty much, for HHN purposes, replaced at the last minute by The Purge. Oh, so those of you who know HHN better than me, whatever year The Purge was in the former Shrek building, that was going to be Scream. All the HHN creatives have all but confirmed that, and if you have photos or videos at the right time, you'll notice that if you look in the right place, you can see they just covered up the screen, <laughs> screen props and put other stuff on top oh. of it. All right. right, all right. Well, there you go. All right, well, that sounds interesting. Any other uh, rumors? Well, it doesn't, ha- doesn't have to be HHN-related, I suppose. It could be anything. Well, I mean, or... we talked about Last of, Last of Us. We talked about Stranger Things as the big HHN rumors. I mean, we're pretty sure one of those is going to get announced when Thursday. this podcast comes out. Interesting. And we're fairly confident, which is important in my world, maybe not everybody else's world, but it means we're getting closer to something else, that the Minion Cafe uh, is probably opening very soon. I will not give out a date based on this being that. a podcast, yeah. um, but I have a, I have a fixed date that uh, I have been told. Um, you're planning on being there? On I'm planning date? on being there on that date, so feel free to, if you'd like to, you know. Come. 
to the like, park. Like to, like to come visit and see, all or right. just follow just so, me on Twitter or whatever. Uh, you know, just, uh, well, I mean, that doesn't mean anything. You're in the park every day. Yeah. So what day should uh, we meet you there, buddy? Uh, sometime soon. <laughs> but right. the sooner that that opens, the sooner the, min- the Illuminations Minion Blast opens. Yeah, I look forward to the Minion. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not a big e-ticket uh, attraction, but it looks like it'd be fun. It might be. You get to shoot stuff. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm terrible at doing that, so. Uh, yeah. You're not going impress, to impress the Vicious Six. No, I will not. Not at all. I will uh, be taken down for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. What else you got? Anything? I think that's all I got off the top of my head. If we want to complain about the um, virtual queue for Cosmic Don't. Rewind right now. Go for it. What do you got? Okay, so last night as of the reporting of the podcast, I, I got a virtual queue for Cosmic Crew on at Epcot, you know, Tom's favorite park. Ooh, now, was it a 1 p.m. or was it the morning? It was the 1 p.m. Okay, and what time did you get it? Uh, it didn't give you a time. They gave you a boarding pass. Boarding. No, what time did you log in and get it? Was it at 1 p.m. or was it 2.05. Like... Okay, right. so they still have yep. the pass. Yeah, okay. Um, got into the virtual queue at 8.20. Oh, oh, may I mention, if you've seen Cosmo they set up an extended queue outside that they had set up, that everyone's been saying this is an extended queue for the Guardians of the Galaxy to become a standby queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. (laughs) You were in it? I was in it for the virtual queue. Wow. And and the queue started before the extended queue. Wow. And the extended queue is not even completed yet. And um, it was one hour from the time I entered the queue with my virtual queue boarding pass to the time I got off the ride. I started at one hour, one hour and 40 minutes. Whoa. So 100 minutes. Wow. Let me ask you. Well, no, it doesn't make any sense because it's all indoors. I was going to ask if people were waiting till the end to have a better, different, like kind of Tron, you know, right at night. So the, if you expect. No, I, I cannot confirm or deny whether people were doing that and that's causing the problem. But there's no advantage to riding that at night yeah, than no, during the it's day. It's all indoors. Right. But you can show up later than what you're boarding. You can so show up later. That's yeah. So that's the only downside with people getting them early and then using them later because right. everyone's but, doing it. But if you're at Epcot, you don't want to do the Guardians of the Galaxy in the last hour. Yeah. Because if you're sticking around at Epcot, you probably want to go over to Epcot forever. Yeah, yeah. If you like fireworks or right. probably. So what what song did you get? Disco Inferno. Oh, how many times have you written it now? Twice. Okay, so I think we're tied. Oh, no. Mm. How can we be tied? You live here. Uh, I may have ran it three times. Okay. Because I wrote it once for Christmas, once to remission. I think I, I I may have three. I'll have to look. I, I have it recorded, so I know for sure. Yeah, for those of you unaware, and if you've not listened to podcasts very often, Tom keeps track of all of his rides. I do. And meticulously. I do. You might be suspicious of his recording method, but he works very hard to make sure that he knows that. I have that. them all listed on a spreadsheet. In fact, I have them right here. You want to know? Uh, Sorry, this is a thrilling podcast recording as we talk about what we're looking at on a screen. There we go. So, so if, just so everyone knows. And I would also like to say, if you've ever seen a computer with 40 tabs going at once, <laughs> that's what his screen has right now. In I, May. I, I think it's 40 tabs. In May, I visited seven parks, five unique parks. So not only do I have a, I have a park tracker that, that tracks all my parks, but then I have an attraction tracker on top of that where I track how many times I've ridden everything. Do you want to guess what my number, what I've ridden the most? There is one attraction that I've ridden more than any other attraction at this point. Now, I have a lot tied at number two. 
but I have one that is number one. Guess what it is and the number. Oh, the number I'm never going to get. I, I was kind of hoping it was Haunted Mansion and it's eight times. Okay. You're going to be so disappointed. So, so disappointed. The number, sadly, is three. Oh, we're just talking this year? This year, yeah, yeah, this year. Okay, I gave you a bad number. I would have hoped for four in Haunted Mansion, oh, but my okay. bad. Okay. It, it, this year, and it's Pirates. Pirates of Caribbean. Three times. Okay. Now, I can, two. I can see that. I have a crap ton of twos. Everyone, we need to give so that he will actually go to the theme parks more often. <laughs> we're going to have a telethon. Yeah, please. Because yeah. he's wasting his his passes to all these parks. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I haven't actually started totaling up. Oh, no, I do have over here. I don't know how old it, I don't know how new it is, but right now, Magic Kingdom, five times this year. Four I'm not, I'm Epcot. not making this up. Four SeaWorld, four Universal Studios Florida, three IOA. And a partridge in a pear tree? And a, wait a second. How do I? I can't only have one Bush Gardens Tampa. Did I not record our last trip? It wasn't that meaningful to you. Okay, so I have it recorded in my my attraction tracker, but apparently I don't have it recorded. Oh, yeah, I never recorded it in my uh, my park tracker, so I gotta adjust that. I feel left out. I know. <laughs> All right, <laughs> there you go. I think that will bring the end to this episode. So I'd like to thank my panel for joining me. And until we stream again, if you want to go to Bush Gardens Tampa before July 9th, hit me up. I have one free ticket. And keep making memories. As always, eat like you mean it. Thanks for listening to the Vacationeer Steam Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationeerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationeers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationeers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationeers Theme Parks and More production. For Vacationeers Theme Parks and More, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.